Hello and welcome to Hamsa Holistic Healing and Ayurveda Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry, and I welcome you to episode number 30, where I speak with Sydney Hetrick, gemstone and crystal healer, about the properties and the healing benefits of these beautiful gifts from the earth. Coming up next... Hello and welcome to Hamsa Holistic Healing and Ayurveda Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry, and it is my deepest desire to journey with you down the path to better health, mind, body, and spirit through the practice of mindfulness and spiritual awakening. Here in this sacred space, we will examine how the practice of higher consciousness and self-awareness can actually lead us to an optimal state of physical and spiritual health. We will talk about the various ways to increase our awareness and support one another along this beautiful journey. Thank you for being here and welcome. Sydney is a community architect with a metaphysical shop based in Vernon, New Jersey called Crystals of Quartz House of Healing. Her shop includes crystals and sound healing tools, a yoga studio, in-house readers and healers, and more. She herself is an astrologer, crystal healer, and tarot reader. She has created an amazing community of like-minded people and a safe space where you can come to grow on your spiritual path. Her psychic fairs, moon circles, and other events are out of this world. Hey, Sydney. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you here because I know so many people are interested in the topic of gemstones, crystals, and the healing properties of of those beautiful gifts from the earth. And I know that you know a ton about this topic. So I am very grateful to have you here today. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. I definitely have a lot to share. So (laughs) yeah, wonderful. So I guess we'll just dive right in. So I always like to start with what led you on your healing journey? Where did that happen for you? I always like to say that like, I was always like a very spiritual child, very interested in like the magic of the world. Like my mother always said like magical thinking, but I definitely know that like when I was a young kid, like my dad would go, I grew up in a small farm town. So he would go into like farmer's fields with me when they were freshly tilled. So like the fresh soil and we would go looking for like Indian artifacts, like arrowheads. So he would take me out. And that's how I guess I initially like started learning about crystals. I was like a tiny little child and he would talk to me about anything they made like the artifacts out of. So like quartz and Jasper. So I always kind of had like a fascination with crystals since I was a child and I can remember like being on the, the daycare playground and picking up driveway stones that were like, look like clear quartz, you know, and I would show it to the other kids and be like, this is quartz. And they're like, okay, <laughs> it's a rock. Cool. And then like, I, like most young people, I think I, I lost a bit of that growing up, um, mm-hmm. you know, just getting overly concerned with other people's opinions and just like, you know, those, those, like, you know, those teenage years. But then when I was in college, so my mother also, she read tarot more as like a parlor trick for her. But then when I was 18, she gave me one of her decks and like, I took it very seriously and like dove into the practice of tarot. 
And I would say that's kind of what got me back into my spiritual practices, Mm -hmm. as well as some just like life experiences, you know, growing up kind of things like searching for something. And then my roommate at the time, like kind of the same time period within the same year, she, her father is an ER surgeon. So he's a healer of sorts, you know, but he was also from time when like crystal healing was popular when his, in his youth. So he actually, his initial form of healing he was interested in was crystal healing. So yeah. And it's funny because he's like a no, very no nonsense man now, but he at one point was very into the crystal healing too. And he still like believes in it, which is cool. So he gave us like a box of Arkansas quartz that he had in his basement that he hadn't touched in years, but he knew that like, we were kind of interested in spirituality and things. So my first ever crystal was an Arkansas quartz crystal. So quartz has always had like a really close place in my heart. Cause that's kind of what started my healing journey. I wore a, a quartz necklace for years. That was the Arkansas quartz. And then from there, it just really like blossomed. I got into other spiritual things. Obviously it's like, I feel like when you start a spiritual path, one thing gets you in and then everything else just kind of blossoms around it. So, you know, you might start out with yoga and then it becomes meditation. And then you get into like reading angel cards or, you know, it's like, it's always like one thing, but then you're just like, Ooh, I like this. I want more. Um, So, yeah, so that's kind of, I guess, how the crystal journey started. And then it just kind of kept growing. Eventually I became a certified crystal healer. It's, I mean, now, you know, I have like a thriving community of spiritual people all around me. And like, I just kind of like built a community for myself because initially in my practices, like I, other than a few girlfriends or people that were maybe a little bit interested, like I felt pretty alone in my journeys. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at now. Yeah. It can definitely be lonely when you don't have that community. And I am very grateful to you. I haven't had a chance to get over to one of your circles and things that you offer, but I'm so happy that you offer those things because in our Western society, sometimes being in tune to spiritual practices and actually using them in your, mm-hmm. you know, like for me, I have a healing business as well. We deeply know and believe that these beautiful gifts are part of our healing business. What we offer to people to feel better, yeah, to help them deal with certain imbalances that they may have. And so I hear you when you say you take this seriously, because I know that you do. Yeah. And I, I resonate with that. Absolutely. We sometimes miss the power in these spiritual practices. Yeah. And so I thank you for sharing that. It's beautiful because you were kind of born a crystally child, you know? And yeah. So I wanted to knowledgeable in, in gemstones and crystals. And so I, I want to ask you how and why do crystals and gemstones work in healing? Could you just speak to that? Sure, absolutely. The way I like to explain it is that everything on earth has a vibration. We have a vibration as humans. Crystals also have a vibration. Each crystal has a unique vibration based on its chemical properties and all these things that are inside of it. And those vibrations can be useful when we interact with them. It can help us to raise our vibration and heal things inside our personal energy zones. It's helpful not only for you personally, you know, but for your, your home too, it changes the vibration of a home. Um, so it's really, yeah, it's all on a vibrational level. 
So when somebody comes into your beautiful place, I know you have two locations. I've been to the one in Vernon, New Jersey, yep. which is beautiful. And it, um, you. you walk in and there's just crystals and gemstones everywhere. And I'm curious when a person walks in to your mm-hmm. shop and they know nothing, this is all just completely introduction. This is their first time to a metaphysical place a shop and they walk in and completely overwhelmed. How in Mm -hmm. the world am I going to pick? How am I going to even know what I'm supposed to do? How am I going to know if the gemstones even, or the crystals even authentic? Yeah. What's the difference between raw and tumbled? How does somebody go about even walking in and knowing what direction to go in? Absolutely. So I think like one of the main things is like finding reputable source. So finding like a shop where you feel good when you walk in, like you feel like the energy and you like vibe with it essentially, you know, because any good shopkeeper is going to have a lot of knowledge to share with you. That's one of the main reasons that I opened a store was because I wanted to share this knowledge with people. We have a cleansing station when you walk in, so you can kind of get yourself nice and cleansed and grounded a little bit. And then you walk into, we have, you know, two big rooms here. The one that people initially walk into is the one you're speaking of. That's like all crystals, like wall to wall all over the place. And it can be kind of overwhelming, you know, if you've never experienced that before. One thing we do here, like I teach all my employees, like every morning and every night we cleanse the shop. So we make sure all the crystals are nicely cleansed and that they feel good. So it's like, you're, you're not mixing with anyone else's energy. It's your energy that you're feeling. So how do you you go about cleansing the, Oh, good question. Yeah. So the cleansing station we have in the front of the shop is pretty much all the ways that you can cleanse either yourself, your home or your crystals. And there's a lot of ways I actually made a specific poster about all the ways, but you can use sound healing, like singing bowls. They work to literally move our human vibration around because we're made of water. And if you ever seen a singing bowl with water in it, it jumps all over the place. So it helps us to realign. I love sound healing too. It's another passion of mine. So sound healing you can use, you can use different herbs. Most people are familiar with like sage, but there's so many herbs. We have probably like 50 different types of herbal bundles. Uh, The one we have currently out there is pine, which is good for, um, for bringing in new things. It's fertility, but fertility doesn't always mean babies. It means, you know, bringing in new energies and things and ideas. And it's also very protective. So we always kind of change that up. There's an amethyst crystal out there. So you can use an amethyst and put your hands on it. Or if you're using, if you're cleansing your crystals, you can put the crystals on that. Then there's also selenite, which you can use selenite and put your crystals on the selenite because both selenite and amethyst don't pick up negative energy. They're the only two crystals that you can use to cleanse other crystals. Positive intention even is a way to, if you're having like a really good day and you just got an amazing healing from someone like you, um, you could, with your own intention, just give some energy back to the crystals too. But typically what we do here is we, we love smoke. I love smoke, like burning things. So we tend to, it's very visual. That's why I think I like it. So it's too, there's too many crystals in our shop to like put it on a slab of selenite. I mean, I'd love to have a wall to wall selenite shop. Don't get me wrong, but that would be a lot of work. So we, we usually use smoke because there's so many of them. So we'll do some type of incense because you can use incense too to cleanse or an herbal bundle of some kind, whatever we're using that particular day. And we just go around the shop. You open a window or a door to let the energy out. And then 
you just, you know, blow the smoke all over the place and you can notice the difference when you're done too. Nice. And so, so they're all cleansed and ready for this person who's never done this before. And so they walk in, are people energetically guided to the stone that's calling to them? Because I've had that experience for myself. Yeah. So what I find and what I like to tell people and what I teach my employees to tell people is it's we're like, as the shop runner, whoever's running the shop at the moment, we're definitely there to help you and guide you and answer any questions you have, because we love to help people learn. But I always tell people, you should always try and listen to your own intuition first, because the crystals will speak to you. You're going to find one that you're just like innately drawn to. And then you go home later and you look it up and it's like exactly what you need it. So I always recommend to people, you know, before you get too wrapped up in like wondering like what the properties are of something, you should just see what, what you vibe with, like what attracts you, because you're going to be drawn to the things that you need in your life and and whatever it is, it's going to be pretty powerful. I mean, I know like anytime I, I had ever been to a crystal shop before, you know, I owned my own, it was always like the strangest crystal I would be drawn to. And I'd be like, this isn't even like the cutest crystal. It's not, you know, not the most interesting looking, but for some reason I'm drawn to it. Yeah. And then I pick it up, take it home, look it up later. And I'm like, nail, hit the nail on the head. So yeah, yeah, Yeah. definitely call you in. You should always listen to your intuition. That's why I always tell people. To speak just to that point for just briefly, when I have a, a person come in, a client that's looking for a healing, I have my healing crystals and gemstones, my coworkers, I call them, yes. um, laid out. And I just say, just be drawn to yeah. what, you know, and they'll say, they'll pick I, love that. I don't know why yeah. I want this one, but, and then afterwards we talk about what they needed the healing for. And it's yeah. always, always the one. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I've never seen, cause I mean, you know, we do, we always have to have people interview when they come to do our fairs and be healers or readers. And I've interviewed a lot of people and nobody's ever done that before. And so my little crystal loving heart, I was like, that is so cool. You're telling, (laughs) you're telling people to trust their intuition right at the start. And so anyone that's listening, like basically to give you a visual, like what she does is she gives you a little pouch of crystal. She lays them or she lays them out on the table. I remember I, I said, I didn't want to look at them. Right. Because I know what they do. Yep. So I, and I didn't want to let my ego decide. So I was like, I, I told you, I was like, I'm just going to close my eyes and pick, yep. but you know, if you don't know what they do, then you can look at them just like you would in a store and you, you kind of pick the one that you're drawn to. And then it's, it's really meaningful. I think I had picked up with my eyes closed sodalite during our session, the throat chakra one. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's what I'm struggling with. Like yes, I'm struggling exactly. with like, like speaking my truth and like communicating the way I want to. So yeah. it was like really, really powerful. So yeah, that's a, I love that you do that. And that's a really good example of how is best to work with crystal healing because you want to work from the intuition, not from the ego, from a place that's the, the real, real inner knowing. Exactly. Exactly. And so, yeah, that, that's pretty cool. So the person comes in and they don't know anything about this and they come and they say, Sydney, can you help me? I, I just want to start my little collection of crystals and gemstones, but I don't know where to begin. Yeah. But I feel like I need a lot of grounding and protection. Yeah. Um, so with grounding and protection, 
it's a lot of like the darker colored stones because they make us think of like the root chakra grounding the earth. So I recommend for protection. I like, I like black tourmaline. I like obsidian. I like smoky quartz and also red Jasper is very grounding too. There's a lot more too, but those are probably like my top choices. So exactly. And then, so you lead them to those specific area where those those stones are, and then they just kind of pick up a couple and then they feel a resonating feel energy with a particular stone. Exactly. Something I do want to mention too, about the grounding and protective stones is these stones are doing some of the most powerful work that any of the crystals are going to be doing because it's protection, right? Where we already talked a little bit about cleansing. And I always just like to really tell people when they come into the store, like, especially when you're working with heavy protection work, cleanse your crystals often. So that's another important thing to note. And that's another thing I always like to try and help people figure out like the the way that they like to cleanse things. And also sometimes you want to ask the crystals too, how they want to be cleansed. Some crystals can't be cleansed with running water. That's another way you can cleanse your crystals. But if it's, if a crystal's water soluble, you can't do that. That Mm -hmm. one might be like, Oh, I'm going to cleanse this one with smoke or I'll cleanse this one with a singing bowl or something along those lines. Okay. Yeah. That's important. Okay. And then, so they, they get their little grounding couple of grounding stones. Yes. And now they say, okay, I want to, I want a couple of varieties of stones. So what would be a good stone for me if I wanted to open my third eye more or increase my intuition, say? Yeah. So that's one of the crystals. um, Initially on my spiritual healing journey, when I first got into this stuff, that was something I was really interested in right away was, you know, how can I increase my intuition? But it's funny enough, like, I ended up finding a stone by looking intuitively that I ended up really connecting deeply with. And it's kyanite, which is a really great stone for the third eye and for opening that, you know, inner sight. So kyanite is a really good option. It's one that'll always be near and dear to me. When you start a crystal journey, you kind of like, you have the ones that you first started with and they'll always be like your kind of some of your favorites, but so kyanite's really good. I also like really any other kind of like blue or indigo colored crystals because you can go just by the color and usually that'll activate the chakra. So iolite is like a purplish blue crystal and that's really good for the third eye too. There's a lot of different crystals that you can use for the third eye, but those are probably like my top two would be iolite and kyanite. Beautiful. So they pick that particular crystal and then they say, you know, there's, I really feel like I'm not my, my heart chakra is like kind of blocked. And I really wish I could experience a little bit more self-love. Yeah. So for that question, for self-love, it's rose quartz. Number one, it helps you with that unconditional love and loving yourself, which is so, so important. Pink crystals, any pink crystal kunzite is really great for the heart too. Another healer friend of mine told me that it creates a sanctuary in your heart, which I think is a beautiful sentiment. And then is that pink also, or is that a different color? Yeah. Yeah. Kunzite is another pink crystal. So we actually have a higher heart chakra and then we have a lower heart chakra. The higher heart chakra resonates with the color pink and the lower one is green. So for the lower heart chakra, you could do one of my favorites is malachite. It's a little mm-hmm. bit hard to come by these days, but it's really amazing for a transformation in the heart. I like it that. Helps you, 
Yeah, it's a great one. It's really good for, yeah, opening up things, healing different um, past traumas in the heart too. Mm. Um, And it really just helps you to, yeah, again, open up to that like unconditional love. Uh, Another green crystal that's good for the heart would be like green aventurine, which is also called the lucky stone. So it can help you accept abundance into your heart. Nice. Um, Yeah, I think we could all use a little more of that. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, so any, like any pink or green stones are going to be really good for helping open up the heart. But those are like the first ones that come to mind. Now I'm thinking, because I just want to slip this in too. When I walked into your place, you have this huge center display of rose quartz. Yeah. I think. Right. And so, yeah. but they're all different shapes. Yes. The shape, what does shape have to do with anything? That's a really good question. A lot of it is like personal preference, but there is different energies to the different shapes. So some people, again, it's really a lot of it's a personal preference and it's what you're drawn to is what you'll need. But uh, there's like raw crystals, right? Which would just be like a raw, if we'll just talk about rose quartz because we're on the rose quartz topic. So like imagine like a big raw boulder of rose quartz or a raw tiny piece of rose quartz. That has a slightly different energy. It's like a little bit more raw of an energy. And it just depends on the person. Like some people really aren't a big fan of the raw stones. Personally, I love raw stones. I kind of prefer them that way because they're straight out of the earth. They're not altered in any way. And they're just like, boom, here you go. This is what it came out like. I love some good raw rose quartz. They're stunning. Speaking of that display table, there's like some big rounded pieces and it's called like a free form. It's not a sphere, but it's like it's almost like, like a big standing shape, but it's round. And those are really nice. You know, it, it creates like a very smooth environment. So like I, some of the ones we have are like the size of a baby. And like, I love to just pick them up and like snuggle them because they're like nice and smooth. You wouldn't necessarily want to do that with a big rough piece of rose quartz. So um, (laughs) it could be useful for that. And it just really kind of like smooths out the vibrations in the area because it's like that nice smooth shape so it it creates a different a slightly different vibration then there's you know we have spheres themselves and the spheres you know it's obviously sphere shaped and circular you know and that sends energy out equally in all directions then the towers that we have have like a big point it's like a big standing piece with a point at the top and they're actually carved to the typical hexagonal six-sided structure that quartz-based crystals form in, in nature, it's formed by man to give it that shape, but it it gives you that, that, you know, hexagonal energy and that actually brings the energy upward. So it can kind of lift the vibration. So it's, you know, everything kind of has like a slightly different purpose. The little tiny tumbles are a great thing to have just to like put in your pocket so you can work with the energy and not have to carry like a giant crystal around with you. Right. Um, A lot of it, it is different energies, but it's also really just like personal preference and what you're drawn to. Okay. Perfect. Great. So now the person is kind of making their, like a little healing toolbox is what they're trying to do, a starter kind of thing. So now they have some interest in stones and crystals that work with anxiety and depression. Okay. Help alleviate. So anxiety for anxiety and depression, there's a couple of things that I recommend. The one that I think of first is lipidolite, which is a, it's a mica based crystal and the composition of it, it contains lithium Mm -hmm. and lithium is uh, an active ingredient in a lot of anti-anxiety and anti-psychotic drugs. Mm -hmm. So chemically 
it's been proven that what's in that crystal really does help people with mental health issues. So anxiety and mental health being part of that, uh, lipidolite's really, really good for that. And it's a purple crystal, so it's cute. It's pretty. And then there's another crystal that's, it's pretty similar, but it looks different. It's called strawberry quartz. It also contains lithium, but this one, as the strawberry name would indicate, it's like sort of strawberry colored. It's, it's like a, a darker pinkish red. Mm. Um, and that one also, they're both very shiny crystals too. They have mica flakes in them. So they're, they kind of like bring a little light into you too. Yeah. Um, and both of those have lithium in them. So they both have like a similar properties, really good for mental health. And then I guess the third one, I would say there are definitely more that can help with mental health and anxiety and depression. But another one I really like is fluorite because fluorite helps with mental clarity. That's so it really very favorite stones. Yeah. It's, besides being beautiful. Yeah. Powerful. It is really powerful and oh, it's also yeah. fluorescent, which is cool. You know, if you have like a fluorescent light, it's really cool to look at it. But yeah, fluorite is really good for like balancing the brain and and getting that mental clarity, clearing the brain. I like to use fluorite when I'm meditating because it helps me to get that mental chatter at bay. Yeah. Yeah. And so I guess we'll go into like insomnia because right there, how do you, how do you feel about? Yeah. So I, I think that you know, a lot of insomnia can stem from mental health type stuff like that, that brain at the end of the night, that is just like making you worry like crazy or making you really anxious, or maybe you're going through a bout of depression and it's keeping you up at night. So really those same crystals will work really well for, um, insomnia. So again, lipidolite, strawberry quartz, fluorite, and also anything grounding too. So anything that can kind of like help you to get into your body and out of your head. So, you know, the, any of the grounding stones we mentioned earlier will be helpful for that too. Spirit quartz, it's a really pretty amethyst type quartz, amethyst itself. They're both really good for sleep. My favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Nice piece of amethyst. Amethyst is great. You can't go wrong with a piece of amethyst by your bed. I so. bought a piece of amethyst when I was doing your psychic fair nice. and I went inside just to cool down. And I, yeah. I, I had to have her oh, yeah. so beautiful. She's at my, at my office. Aww. I mean, just gorgeous. Yeah. Really, really pretty. Yeah. Amethyst, you can't go wrong with because it doesn't pick up negative energy and it cleanses you. So, mm-hmm. you know, amethyst is a good one to have before bedtime. And then you, selenite too. Like the beauty of selenite, selenite is like, if anyone has never seen it or doesn't know what I'm talking about, it's like this beautiful white crystal. They call it liquid light. And it's really useful for healers or anyone trying to heal themselves because you can actually wave it around your aura and cleanse your auric field. So doing that practice before bed can be a really nice intentional way to just like clear any energy from you that isn't yours from the day. So a lot of the times, like the things that might keep us up at night might not even be ours. It's just somebody else's that we picked up. Exactly. You're right. Yeah. 100%. What about they have, they're experiencing uh, a friend who's going through a lot of anger issues or aggression. Oh, okay. So you're kind of like dealing with your friend's anger. I, so I'm actually wearing a bracelet right now, how light. And this is, this is another one that helps you sleep too. I almost, I forgot to say that. I don't think I mentioned it. 
but it helps with anger and with the emotional body. So it helps you to really clear out any like stagnant emotional energy in you. And a lot of the times that can lead to like anger. So mm-hmm. if I had a friend that was dealing with anger issues, I'd get a, maybe a Howlite bracelet that they could wear or a piece of Howlite. We have some really cool, like raw pieces of Howlite that I like a lot because it's like a bit, it's there a pretty large piece and you can kind of hold it in your hand and like rub it. And it's very textured. So it can kind of help calm your energy and your emotions. Mm. Yeah. So when we're speaking to kind of talking about all those specific symptoms or imbalances that we want to address, we're really kind of speaking to the emotional centers and energetic centers in our bodies, the chakras. Absolutely. And so if you could please, Sydney, speak to the colors of the chakras and then related to the stone. And this might help a beginner, you know, kind of narrow down the choices of stones for their beginning toolbox. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, one of the things I really like to teach people, um, because it really gives you a lot of information and it's a simple way to remember things. It's, it's the idea of like the color therapy of the chakras. So like we kind of, I kind of already touched on it here and there, but like the root chakra is the color red and that is all about like safety and grounding and all of those like basic needs that we have as humans. And so anything red, any red crystal, you got the red jasper, mookite is another red crystal. There's like mahogany obsidian, which is like a reddish brown crystal. Any red crystals are going to be good for the root chakra as well as any darker colored crystals too. So like gray, brown, black, those kind of things are all going to relate to your root chakra. But if you can just remember red is the root chakra, any red crystals will be very helpful in grounding. Garnet is another good one. Also the birthstone for January, if you're a, if you're yeah. a Capricorn baby. And then your, and then we go up to the, the sacral chakra, which is like our sexual energy zone, sensuality, creativity, and that would be orange crystals. So it would be carnelian. It would be, I am blanking on orange crystals right now, but there are a lot of them. Carnelian, orange calcite, Mm. there are lots of orange crystals. Um, Then the solar plexus Mm. chakra, that's for confidence and willpower. That would be citrine is is one of my favorites for that. But then also like yellow aventurine, yellow calcite, any yellow crystal. So, you know, automatically, if you see a yellow crystal, it's going to increase your willpower and your confidence, yellow appetite. I mean, there are so many hematite quartz that's yellow is also good for that. And then we go up to the heart chakra. Like we mentioned before, you know, there are more than seven chakras, but this isn't a chakra podcast today. So we can do that. We we can do that a different day. (laughs) We'll try to keep it simple. We'll keep it to the seven. But like I said, the heart chakra, there's kind of, we'll we'll give a little extra. There's kind of two heart chakras, one's pink and one's green. But if you can just think the heart chakra relates to pink and green, you're good to go. So any green crystals are going to be helpful for healing matters of the heart, as well as, uh, did I say green, green and pink? I don't remember which I said first, but any green or pink crystals are going to be good for the heart. Perfect. And then we go move up to the throat chakra. Yep. So the throat chakra is going to be blue crystals. Mm -hmm. So like sodalite, like we mentioned earlier, I like using that one for my throat chakra. There's so many different blue crystals. Yeah. Is there blue lapis? 
is it uh lapis is lapis. one yeah that one can actually relate to the throat and the third eye because the third eye is like that bluish indigo color too so some okay. of the some of the throat and third eye chakras are kind of like intermixed but it kind of makes sense because we have to like sometimes speak our truth to know our truth you know True. um and vice versa we have to know our truth to speak our truth so they're kind of intermixed um that's that's, but, a great, that's a great way to put that actually yeah yeah exactly so and i think um for the for the throat too it's typically the ones that are more clearly blue the third eye can be sometimes a little bit purplish in color so if you're wondering between the colors no that's the only one that might give you a little trouble i would say is the throat or the third eye they could be a little bit of both but yeah the throat would be like blue lace agate is another really good one for speaking your truth blue chalcedony is good for speaking your truth and expressing yourself and listening too because listening's in that throat chakra as well <laughs> it's not all just about you talking, right? Yeah, yeah. It goes both ways. But yeah, so any blue crystals for the throat chakra. And then the third eye, like I kind of already mentioned, I really love like kyanite and iolite. Those are my two favorite that are really very like third eye specific. Okay. And then last but never least is the crown chakra. Mm. And the crown chakra is another one where it kind of has like two colors that relate to it, I like to think. So it's like, you know, that indigo violet, but also they say it's like white light. So you could also any white crystals like selenite is really good for all the chakras, but the, the third eye too. clear quartz is good for the crown chakra. So amethyst, because it's like that violety purple type color. So any clear white or purple colored crystals are good for the crown. Beautiful. Actually, I'm sure we will probably want to do another podcast about the connection to the chakras, because now we're talking about specific ailments or disorders that we could address with crystal healing and gemstones. You know, if you're having some stomach issues with the solar plexus, good gemstone healing. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely myself gone through some, you know, some stomach issues and, and, you know, digestive type issues. And I find, you know, like citrine can be really helpful, but then, you know, sometimes as you know, as an energy healer, it's all intermixed too. So sometimes you might be having a stomach issue, but there's also something going on in your, your sacral chakra. So you might have to do some, you know, some work with carnelian first to kind of move the energy upwards, but but yeah, but definitely yellow crystals are great for healing any like stomach issues for sure. Yeah. So, perfect. so okay. Yeah. Now this person's got all of their little, they've got their little gathering of crystals and they come and they're ready to check out. And so they say, how do I care for these babies? How do I, how do I keep them safe, charge them, clean them, protect them so that they can give to me what I'm asking them to give? Beautiful. In general, yeah, like like the cleansing. One of the things I'd, I'd also really like to mention during this podcast, is, and so it's coming up now, a lot of people come up to me and, and I say, do you know how to cleanse your crystals? And they say, yes, I put them under a full moon. And I just go, oh no, because uh, full moons are actually for charging your crystals. Okay. So our full moons, what they do is they amplify the energy in your crystals. So if your crystals are already cleared, you're good to go. Put them under that full moon and charge them, but always, always, always cleanse them before you put them under the full moon, because otherwise you're just going to amplify the chaotic energy of whatever you are healing. So oh my you don't God. Want that. I'm so glad that you said that because yeah, that's really important. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, and the moon is great. Definitely highly recommend amplifying your crystals and charging them with the moon. You can also charge them with the sun. You just don't want to leave your crystals in the sun over a long period of time, or it can diminish the color in them. But yeah, so, so cleansing them is like all the ways we mentioned before you can put them under running water. If they're not water soluble, meaning you could take them in a hike to the woods with you and then put them in a babbling brook. And how magical is that? Mm. Or you could play a singing bowl for them, or you could cleanse them with an herb. There's really so many ways you can put them on a, we have nice slabs of selenite that you can put your crystals on your jewelry. Cause remember your jewelry also, if you're wearing crystals on your jewelry, you should be cleansing that periodically too. So yeah, I always tell people like, just make sure you're cleansing. That's number one. And then, yeah, every now and then just like, make sure you're charging them. But also sometimes people will say to me, like, I've had this crystal for a really long time. And all of a sudden, like, I don't feel like it's doing anything anymore. And I say, well, have you get, have you paid any attention to it? You know, like, I mean, maybe you're cleansing it, but but are you picking it up and playing with it and giving it, you know, some, some love? Um, Because that's another thing too, is like, they chose to work with us. So we have to make sure they're happy and doing okay. And like getting their, the attention they need because they wanted to help us do the work. Definitely. I always go in and greet my coworkers, you know, there they are. I, I place them according to their chakra color on the healing bed. So they're kind of charging it before I even get there. And then I thank them for helping me because they absolutely, they're my coworkers for sure. I have a question about angel light. Okay. And I put it in my pillowcase because I was told it would make dreams more vivid. Yeah. Is that allowed or should you not be doing that? Like my question for you is, did it work? It, It worked so much that I took it out. (laughs) <laughs> because it was too oh, so the, know, crazy dreams like whoa you know yeah, that's why you're asking there are a lot of crystals yeah that can amplify your dreams angelite is a good one it connects us to our angels and guides and yeah. sometimes our angels and guides once once it's if it's right by your head when you're sleeping they might be like we have a lot for you sherry well, they you know, sure like, did. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like, we're waiting you open the door here we are yeah so, yeah um Crystals in your bedroom, like we said, like, you know, those, those ones we mentioned for sleep are good. You want to make sure you don't have anything super crazy, high vibration, unless you're looking for wild dreams, because it can impact your sleep cycles and things. Um, But it depends on what you're looking for. So if you want wild dreams, another great crystal for that is phantom quartz that can really amplify your dreams and make it kind of crazy. And then speaking of amplify amphibole quartz, which is they sometimes call it rooster tail. It's got like a lot of hematoid and other inclusions in it. That one can amplify your dreams too. I, I had phantom quartz and amphibole quartz by my bed for a while and I had to move them because it was yeah. a little much. Yeah, it's but, a little um, much. yeah. It depends, you know, it depends on what, what you're looking for at the time. Maybe you really want to have intense dreams and get some messages and there's nothing wrong there's really nothing wrong with doing anything that you feel you should do with your crystals, as long as it's not harming anyone, obviously, or harming the crystals. Yeah. Um, so it's all just like intention. And then it's like, sometimes it's trial and error. So it's like, you know, I had some really cool dreams, but now I need a break, you know, so there's, there's definitely nothing wrong with putting crystals in your pillow. It's all just like preference. And you just have, if it's not working, stop doing it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. And then one last question. So my daughter's due to have her baby in October. Is there any crystal or gemstone you would recommend to put in the labor and delivery room that could maybe welcome this little beautiful 
soul into the world? Yeah. So I'll answer this in two parts because I do have a child and I took crystals with me when I was giving birth. So I would recommend for labor, get some malachite, like we mentioned, malachite or chrysocolla. Malachite and chrysocolla are really helpful for menstrual cramps in general. And I like to think of contractions as like really awful menstrual cramps. Yep. <laughs> um, let's not say awful because birth is a beautiful thing, but it's an intense feeling, right? Very intense. You're bringing a human into the world. It's not a light thing. Um, so yeah, malachite and chrysocolla are really good moonstone because it deals with the divine feminine mm. and uh, the sacral chakra, especially for women. It can help her like embrace that moment. Rose quartz for self-love. So she's like, you know, kind of taking care of herself during the process and, and all that good stuff. And any just like calming crystals are always good in a birthing space just to keep mom and baby calm. And then, you know, when the baby's born, I like to like, I more so think of like the baby's nursery when I think of this, but like, I like blue calcite is very calming. Celestite is very calming. I keep both of these in my room actually, <laughs> cause I find them to be very calming. So yeah, blue lace agate, blue calcite, selenite is good. Amethyst, any of like really relaxing type stones. Cause like you just want the baby to be in an environment where it feels like safe, welcome and calm because yes. a calm baby makes a beautiful household, you know? Exactly. So it's, 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 a it's a lot coming into the world for the first time, you know? So you, you want to be greeted with like calm, loving energy. Exactly. That's beautiful. That's perfect. Yeah. Unless you can think of anything else for this particular podcast, I would love to do another podcast with you. Sure. I have enjoyed this so very much. Oh, me too. Much. Me you too. Thank you so much. Delightful. Oh my gosh. It has been my pleasure. I appreciate your wisdom, your oh, knowledge, and your sharing. I really do. Yeah. Thank you so much. This I do a lot of, you know, astrological work too. And, and in the last few years, I've learned my North Node is in Sagittarius, which is like the great teacher, the great learner an explorer. And that this is what I love to do is teach people things. So that's, that's why I'm here. <laughs> so this is a perfect time for me to say, can you please share your offerings and yeah. where people can reach you? Because I'm sure you do a lot of stuff via, you know, online calls, phone calls, whatever, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. So please share where they can find your loveliness. Absolutely. So I apologize if this is long-winded because I feel like I do a lot of things, but we have the website. The website is crystalsofquartz.com. So if you're looking for any crystals or other spiritual tools, we have a lot more than crystals. Uh, we have, you know, sound healing tools. We even have clothing. We have uh, like instruments for drum circles. Cause we do drum circles here. I mean, it, and you name it, we have tarot cards. Like if it's a spiritual thing, we probably have it. And if we don't let me know and I'll get it because that's, that's what I want is to provide, you know, good affordable tools for people to, you know, improve their spiritual practices. So that's the website crystalsofquartz.com. And then the Instagram is also crystals of quartz. That's the main one. And then we also have the one for our Vernon shop, which is c.o.q house of healing. Um, and that's another beautiful space that we opened in January where I'm filming this from today. And then I have my own Instagram for my readings, which I only have a few followers on. Cause I don't, I don't promote my readings like crazy. I like to get things organically, but that's called light up your stars. So I do a lot of astrological readings like North node, like I mentioned briefly, that's your life path. And I love to help people on their life path. So that's usually how I start people. 
Um, so I can do astrological readings. I do tarot readings. I do a little bit of palmistry. Sometimes mediumship is a new thing I'm offering. And yeah, there's, there's crystal healing. You know, if you're in person, I can definitely like lay you down on the massage table. We do the whole crystal healing shebang, but I also can do it distance and I can do any of my readings distance. What else? Oh my goodness. There's just so many things. It's hard to know. If if somebody wants to reach out to you for any kind of appointment, they can just reach you at your website, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. I recommend reaching out to me on the reading page to the one that's light up your stars is the best way to reach me directly because my employees now, they do most of the social media for crystals of quartz and the house of healing page. So reaching out to me directly is probably the best way to do that. Okay. Um, but you can also schedule one through right through our website too. That's fine. And, and just reach out. Yeah. I mean, we have so many cool things we do here, our psychic fairs, we do the moon circles. So if you're in the area, definitely come by and see it in person. But if you're at a distance, we have so many other great offerings. So, so yeah, check it out. And I was gonna say for my local listeners, Vernon, New Jersey, Crystals of Quartz, House of Healing, Vernon, New Jersey. I would absolutely recommend. I walked in there and first of all, I was greeted with warmth by you, Sydney, and your staff, lovely. But there's a really good vibe. There's a lot of wonderful offerings going on, like women's circle, drum circle. I mean, you, you do it all. And I appreciate you so much for giving to this community of like-minded people, of people that are just busting from their hearts to help other people on the journey and with good health, mind, body, and spirit. I cannot thank you enough. You are a young, vibrant, energetic, ambitious lady. And I am so happy that I got a chance to meet you and talk to you. Likewise, I'm, I'm very excited to do more work with you in the future. And thank you for that raving review. I mean, yeah, I guess I guess when I started this whole thing, it was that, like I said, in the beginning, it was like this need for me to find my people. And I was like, if I build it, they'll come and boy, have they I mean, now we have the store in Vernon where I'm at. It's three stories. I have my own reading room where I'm sitting and filming this, which I, I, I mean, it's amazing. We have, you know, three rooms full of inventory and things you can browse and enjoy. And then the the third, the second floor, we have a yoga studio, which my friend runs. And then the third floor, we have more readers and healers in house too. So it's just wild. It's it's cool. I love this community and everyone, like you said, just has so much like love to share, whether it's the the people that come through like you as a healer reader, um, or the people that just come in searching for their own healing, like the energy and the vibration that we attract here just like blows me away because there's just so much love and a desire to help each other, which is what, what, what humanity should be about, you know, really should. It absolutely should. And so until next time, I'm, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much. This is a joy. Enjoy your day. Thank you. You too. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed the conversation today. If you would like to experience healing or give the gift of healing to another, please go to my website, www.hamsaholistichealingandayurveda.com or email me at sherry at hamsaholistichealing.com or you can contact me on Facebook. Sherry Berjanski. I offer Ayurveda consultations, Reiki energy healings, reflexology and Ayurveda foot massage, tarot card readings, angel card readings, and much more. If you found this podcast helpful, 
please share an episode so that we can spread this wonderful wisdom of healing. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, take care. Namaste.